Anyway, that's just a technology note for now me to purchase equipment Now it's time for Tech Talk. Later. We're going to have, uh, now we have a wonderful uh, Jerry Wayne Longmire here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the very green room. <laughs> You're <laughs> one of the few people with a standing invitation. Anytime you feel like doing this oh, shit, it's Will. Fun. I'm, I'm glad y'all had me, man. This yeah. is cool. Um, I wanted to do it again anyways. I listened to Slade's the other day. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. That was funny as hell. And... Uh, Slate came through for us. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't uh, didn't call me out for nearly dying half. <laughs> no, he made it sound like you soldiered through Africa admirably. I did soldier, but yeah. they didn't feel admirably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kept think I kept thinking about because all of his stories when he was like, yeah, and so we were just walking through this place, and like it, I'd imagine it reminded me of Lord of the Rings. Of you know like Legolas and and Aragon and all the elves sprinting in front and then just Gimli the little dwarf in the back That's just like do 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 do. I've got so many videos of me like twenty five yards behind the group, <laughs> <laughs> just back there videoing stuff and talking to Rage, you know, yeah, <laughs> like because. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't keep up. I was like, I was hoofing it. I was like, all right, man, I'm chafing. You guys, <laughs> you guys get on. I'll, I'll be there eventually if I don't lose a ball in the process. Chafing yeah. is the worst part of activities now because, like, I was a fat kid. So I remember chafing from being a fat kid, and then I got skinny and hot, and now I'm fat again. And so, like, now I just remember I'm just having throwbacks to, like, childhood soccer tournaments where I'm like, why is – Everything near my balls red. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, at yeah. least you're prepared for it. This yeah. is the first time in my 37 years of existence that I've ever had to deal with this chafing yeah. issue. You're just used well, to having... My thighs couldn't touch before. It, it was just bone in space. If y'all allow me to plug for just a second, my new sponsor is manscaped.com. Oh! oh I do have the... Um, yeah, they got, we got a discount The multi-tool code. thing to shave your discount balls. Code they do good work. WBP. There you go, and, WB, uh, and that can mean whatever you want. Usually means Whiskey Brothers podcast. Sam said, "White bitches, please." I thought it meant white boy penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought well, that was just your marketing strategy. I, uh, so they sent us all the free kits and stuff like that, and that would have been a game changer in Kenya. I thought it was going to be Where Be Fohicans, which is a that's uh, <laughs> a, a classic scholar at a historically black college. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> where, where be the Fohicans? Uh, yeah, they. Uh, they sent me all this stuff, man, I, and and one of the best things they got in there is this called it's no chafe ball deodorant. There you go, okay, bro. It's a game changer, man. I hadn't rubbed a ball in like four weeks. It's been amazing. I hadn't sat on one in three. So there- <laughs> if you haven't rubbed a ball in four weeks, you need to get back in touch with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got somebody to rub them. It's called <laughs> it's called self care, Jerry. It's yeah. called self care. If you don't love yourself, who will? Mm. She's been excited. I've been home from Africa. I've been getting plenty yeah. of self-care. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been away from my family. Uh, that long? That long at all. Uh longest I've ever been away from the kids, about five days. And the uh, longest me and Rachel have been separated since when I went to Iraq in 2007 was maybe a day or two or whatever, you know. So yeah. it was kind of wild being gone for a month, you know. That is that is wild, and so like, I because I'm struggling with that with with my new relationship where it's just mm-hmm. like because like our job takes us places. Like yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, and you know, luckily it's not often long term like that. You know, right. that, that's kind of a weird thing. Uh, it, it was a lot different doing it. Like when I did it the first time, me and Rachel just started dating, okay. and we were kind of living together. But we were living together, but. You know, it's just easier. It's a little less responsibilities. You know, it's different when you're married and 
mm-hmm. got the kids and stuff like that. So it was a vastly different experience this time, like trying to uh, keep my mental health in check. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Elaborate on that, because I guess like because you can't help when when the kids are having like regular kid stuff. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's all. It's just <laughs> worrying about stuff back home, but also trying to, uh, you know, the military spends like nine hundred ninety million dollars every year on vehicles, and they don't fucking drive any of them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, just everywhere you go over there, you just fucking walk, right? So, like, and I, you know, some of you know, I'm not much of a walker, it's right? Not, it's not been a hobby of mine. It's, <laughs> and, uh, it's not like I, I would describe I, it as a trudge. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot of trudge. I trudged my ass all the way through fucking Africa, yeah, uh, top to bottom, and. uh but I lost eight pounds trudging my ass around in Africa and a, a belt size. So there you go. I was like, shit. So since I've been back, me and Will have been going to Planet Fatness and <laughs> walking. The, I just hit that treadmill for like 30 minutes, trying to do I've like been, a mile and a half in 30 minutes. It yeah. has been nice having an accountability buddy at the gym just because, <laughs> like, because I, I was, I was, I was, because I'll stand right next to Jerry and we, we power walk like moms did in malls yeah. 10 to 15 years ago. And uh, and Jerry was just, I thought he was talking to me. And he goes, he goes, come on, you got a lot of quitting you today. And I was like, are you fucking talking shit right now, dude? He goes, no, I was talking to me. I want to quit this <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, like, I like got kind of like like spiky aggressive. Go, oh no 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 no, I was talking shit to myself. <laughs> this is a personal war you're witnessing. <laughs> this is a result of not having good bullies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be a better bully to myself. My exactly. new doctor's a little bit of a bully. I like him. Yeah. So I was, I was like, man, the first time he was kind of an asshole in front of me, I was like, oh, yeah, you're my new doc guy. Yeah. You're what I need to fix this. I don't, I don't need a yes man right now. Exactly. You know, I need a dude that's going to be straight, you know. I'm going to be real honest. If I ever get fat, I feel like every recovery story has one good relapse in it. So I'll just <laughs> pop off and take a cocaine summer and let the pounds <laughs> just shed themselves. <laughs> well, I got <laughs> half this fat doing cocaine. So yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Joey Diaz, they were cutting that shit with butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah, no. I, I can't uh, believe it's not Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. You can do drugs and be fat. Like everyone's like, oh, like, cokeheads are. <laughs> I really don't mean the stereotype. Yeah, yeah. I um, just mean on the energy drugs. I don't eat worth a fuck. Right, right. Like you give me meth, you'll get your house cleaned. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I was never yeah. big on the whole sugary part of that. Yeah, Elvis Presley was a big fan of them opiates. Yeah. yeah, me too. You know, dude, you, you, every, I, everyone's sandwiches, everyone's Elvis's sandwiches, where they're like, it's like bananas and bacon and like, uh, like ham and oxycodone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, like, his house didn't have thirteen toilets as a statement. <laughs> <laughs> it's just whenever he got locked up in one of them things, you just, he wanted to be comfortable. Like over the winter, I was just getting, I was just gorging on grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <sighs> Shit, it's so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, just yeah, butter in a really pan, a mm-hmm. little bit of salted butter, some bread, some peanut butter, st- like strawberry or like raspberry jam. Shit, like hot, hot oh peanut butter god. jelly. Yeah. Oh my god, I've, I've never, never done such a thing. Way. Oh man, it was a late night experiment. Going like, I'm yeah. depressed. Let's see what we can fuck up in here. I've and yeah, hot yeah. peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. It it it's fucking rad. Did they rad. used to have them? Uh, what's them ones? The uncrustables. In the panini press. Right. 
you yeah. stick them in the toaster yeah, or some st- shit. Yeah, no. And yeah. Then, yeah. It's those things Jesse was always eating. Yeah. Jesse used to eat those like crack. Just still go does. Through them. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, he still eats like he's in prison. Uh, <laughs> a thousand percent. Like the funniest thing in the world. he's afraid somebody's going to send him back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the funniest thing in the world is watching Jesse Payton shop at a gas station. <laughs> He looks like one of those kids that got a minute in Toys R Us. He's yeah. just running down the aisles, just knocking shit. Like, yeah, I need four packs of beef jerky. <laughs> That's fun. That's what happens when they limit your commissary to once a week. <laughs> Dude, you get touchy about the snacks. When uh, you get, yeah. no, I got freedom now. I ain't relinquishing it. He got freedom and he chose to live in Cyprus, which is... You know, <laughs> what's the place with the least to do? Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy place not to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a lot of places Houston you can get in trouble, but you ever hear anybody about, oh man, I got busted in Cyprus? Like that. That's not a story. No. Right? It's spring? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cyprus, a lot Waller, of. Waller? Waller? You will get fucked <laughs> up in Waller. Waller. All right. But you ain't going to get busted in Cyprus. No. You know. Or unless it's like for not cutting your yard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless that's just an <laughs> HOA infraction. Yeah. yeah. Was shocked to find out he lived in a gilded cage the first time. I was like, oh, that first time you and me went over there for the podcast, I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty Christ. sure I shouldn't even park the Yukon on the street. <laughs> you know? I'm still driving that Corolla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I remember when I drove up to his place, I go, his trash can with Corolla emblems. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, damn, I got to get better at negotiating contracts. <laughs> Don't say yes to the first offer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In my head when I pulled up, I'm like, oh, yeah, he did run poker games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Dude, that place is like a museum with all the sports jerseys and shit. All the memorabilia and stuff. Yeah. That was, that was mm-hmm. always interesting. Uh, but enough about Jesse. Let's get back into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, actually, we got a couple there. of things. We got a couple of cool things that we need to talk about. First off, uh, uh, sweet, 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 sweet Chad. Sweet, sweet Chad, you recorded a special. I did. Hey. Hey. We don't know when it's going to come out yet, but I want to I wanna hear, because both of y'all have recorded specials. I was more involved with Jerry's special than I was with yours, yeah. but I want to I wanna compare notes and just talk about that sort of stuff, because I've never recorded shit I just want to be an old blues man of comedy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll get to a special next and I'll get there last. Okay. Material wise, because you're way closer to an hour. I mean, I did it now. I did it. I did my first out of town hour a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but yes, well, let's get back to special stuff. Uh, talk, 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 buddy. Uh, I got my first pick. Uh, so four <laughs> by three productions. They called me like six weeks ago. Um, I opened for Terrain for his special up in Chicago and four by three liked what I did. They asked if I had at least like a half hour. I was like, yeah, I got at least half an hour. And so they called me like six weeks ago and gave me the dates. And uh, I talked to Andrew and Steven uh, at the Secret Group, and I wanted the box. That was my first choice. They said yes. Fun fact, we built that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So we're we're full circle with all the parties that were involved in the box. I, I fucking love that room. And uh, I had I had a clear idea on the visuals and the sightlines and everything else, and uh, they said yes, and it was kind of set. So I got my choice of the box. Uh, Bob Lane was free to do the lights, the sounds, all that stuff to to light the the stage and everything. So that was all taken care of. And then like from day one of me getting the date and everything else together, I was like, well, shit, there's nothing left for me to control except for to be funny. So. Uh, 
I we are they put it up for sale and you know numbers were looking good. I was happy with like thirty five, and then on the day we get there, uh, someone told me they were like, oh yeah, like sixty five is sold, and this was like five hours before showtime. In I was the like, box, yeah, in the yeah. box. Where did they put them? Yeah. How many, how many well, people had to sit in the green room? Because Chad had to make that <laughs> announcement. That's one of the things that I saw. It was like, guys, I love you. I'm recording something. You can't hang out in the box to all the comedians uh, that wanted to come show love. I know Dan yeah. Dan Hornstein uh, was in there uh, taking a bunch of pictures. I know Rachel McMillan was in there taking taking a bunch yeah, of pictures. Yeah, Ben. Ben. So it, it was cool to have you know the home team and had Ben. You were, you got you were on the road, but uh, it was cool having Ben there to see it and everything. So. Yeah, it it felt good, man. If I had it was cool to get my real like my real real family and my comedy family kind of intermingled yeah. in the same room because that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So that was a really cool thing to 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 get together there. So uh my mom and uh my extended family, my cousins and everyone, they got to see Dan. Uh they got to see Harris, they got to see the place where I've worked for the last 5 years trying to get funny. And so, yeah, it was a nice little, it was a nice little crossing of the streams there. There we go, there we go. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, I really wish we had filmed mine in the box. We had yeah. talked about, it. we discussed it. We, I, w- I wish we had done it because we filmed it in that cavern. Yeah, with no lighting. Dude, and, so uh, I can say that, like, my, I, I already knew from the start that I wanted to put like pipe and drape up in the back of the stage, and we were going to underlight that, and it was you know going to set off the the whole look of the whole thing, but. Acoustically, those drapes made a massive difference oh, I'm sure. in sound control. So yeah, we got like great sound in it. Plus, like Bob, we're oh shit. Uh, oh, and now we're introducing the new mascot. Uh, me and my girl got a dog, and uh, my my girl's out of town right now, shaking hands with the Illuminati. And so I, uh, I, uh, I I'm taking care of the dog. Uh, if you hear barks in the background, just know that that's sweet sweet Pax. And uh, I. I I haven't. I can. I can say Pax's name because Pax is a dog. It doesn't have consent, so uh, we can. We can. We <laughs> I can. feel like Pax should have a social media very soon. Oh, yes, <laughs> we've already talked about this. We've already talked about this. You need Instagram, dude. Need- I posted a picture holding your dog and got two hundred and seventy-eight <laughs> likes. <laughs> Nothing's made me feel shittier about my career. Well, I was well because that's that's another thing we were talking about. I was like. Do I need to use the dog to promote my first uh, out-of-town hour yes, weekend? Yes. And I immediately did, and it immediately got more likes than I've gotten yeah. since fucking January. And that, you know. That's one of the things I've learned about social media and the way the algorithm works and the way people pick things up is... Were you telling me to lift up or you no, scratch? No, no, I scratch right. my chin. Yeah, I thought you were throwing me baseball signals. <laughs> I don't fucking know baseball, bro, or any ball. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, fuck was I saying? Yeah, social media. Uh, oh, so the way the animals, social media works, yeah. like you, you could post. Dude, I can do that shit on mine, right? Like I could post a flyer in, you know, 200,000 followers and get four reactions to it. Yeah. But I can post a picture of me with some words on it about where I'm going to be and get and 1,200 some, responses to it immediately. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, it's, it's crazy how that works. Uh, I, I, I want to – well, because I know you've been on enough podcasts catching enough shit for doing the social media route, but it sells fucking tickets. And so like, it's one of those things that I've just had to get over in my brain is just like – because I don't want to be the snooty dickhead. I'm too good for social media. Yeah. Oh, you're too good for oh, yeah, your no, job? No, no, then no, don't no, none do of the, the cool fucking... kids want to do it. The cool right. kids all think yeah. that they're going to 
you know, wind up in the right club one day and they're going to do the and, right and set. And some producer, some mystery uh, some, agent, yeah. like the 1950s, he's going to run back in the green room and yeah. we're going to make millions, kid. Everybody thinks that dumb shit's still going to happen. And it's not. Or, you know, or it, it, the, other, the other alternative is you have to make money doing a podcast, which podcasts are money makers. Yeah. If you, if you get it to take off. Or you got to do fucking cruise ships. And I don't really want to do cruise ships, so... I'd rather make stupid videos on TikTok. But you, <laughs> make your my sketches money. in like the the truck uh, fortune teller and all that stuff—that's hilarious. It, it, uh, you get to be a character and you get to do bits that you probably wouldn't get to do on stage. My new one I'm working on. I'm so fucking psyched about it. I kind of teased it, but me and Will have been talking about it. And I've been workshopping it, and I got a guy building me the templates. Right now, but it's Wendell Wiggins, Houston's meteorologist. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and On he, our, our last road And he trip. talks a little bit like Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and it's me, but my hair is more white, and I'm up there in front of my weather map, and I'm telling you what's going to happen here in Texas yeah. this week. And you can trust me because I went to the Beaumont School of Meteorology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, if you're down in Pasadena this weekend, it's looking like hard times, Daddy. <laughs> it's going to rain bad in Pasadena, baby. You better climb up on top of your roof. <laughs> <laughs> we so, were we were so to summarize. Uh, it's uh, I, he reckons it's going to be a scorcher tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. like to think of it as the Jerry Wayne Longmire School for people who want to learn how to read the weather and do other stuff. Good too. <laughs> well, what I'm gonna do? So, like, I'm gonna watch Eric Berger and everybody. Yeah. On Saturday, do the national for on Sunday, do their national weekly forecast. Yeah, and then I'm gonna film mine Sunday and produce have it ready to go Monday morning. But I'm gonna take shots at Eric Berger and who's the jackass right now? It's doing the lyrics. They yeah, like, you send him a challenge and he he'll include lyrics. Oh yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I want to do. I want to. Yeah, they 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 challenge me to do one of these lyrics contests and. <laughs> We're up next, we got a high pressure system coming in, and that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. We were, we were, I'm gonna put some production into it. It's gonna be a weekly show, so I'm, I'm yeah. having fun with it. Are you doing like the whole green screen oh, stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah, oh, you, oh, you, you have weather it. models, yeah. everything. Yeah. Hell yeah, man! We, we uh we were we were pissing ourselves laughing on the way back from uh, Kerrville. This month, can I tell this story? Yeah, oh 100%. my god, this mother traveling with comics can be treacherous. You know what I mean? <laughs> what especially, the fuck you telling? Yeah, yeah, I, forget, I, forget the, I forget the irony line right here. Like, half, half this table got into a car accident together. Like, what? <laughs> well, me and Will almost got one too, but yeah, here's why. <laughs> this time it wasn't my driving. <laughs> We we go do this horrible gig, right? Not a horrible gig. The pay was fantastic. We got All paid. We walked away with clear. a big old fat chunk of money. The, the pay was fantastic. Uh, the the owner is a great guy. Uh, I had fu- it was, but it, but it was it was set up for us to fail. All yeah. right, it was you know you know it's just a one of those sixty foot moat in front of the you know, stage. You know, it's just, there was it's like just eight people there in like, the middle of the day. Yeah, we, we we were told we were performing it at right before this really famous country musician. We get there at six thirty. We think we're going on at eight. We like to be early to places. Well, I get out. I get out. I've been sweaty in the car all day. Uh, I go. I go to better check in with this fucking underbite of a goddamn promoter. Uh, you, you know. Just, <laughs> All right, man, I need you to go on in five. And I'm just like, there are 10 people here. <laughs> the sun is out. 
Uh, they've set up for all of these different bands. And, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I smacked him. Yeah, good. You don't, don't. I did not hit the dog. I just <laughs> seemed like I hit <laughs> no, no, the dog. No, no, it's, it's, it, it smacked him is different. Yeah. I smacked uh, Will, so Will yeah, would yeah, discipline exactly, the dog. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but I get there and then he's like, hey, I was like, I was contracted to do 20 minutes. He's like, can you make it 35? I go, absolutely not. No, he goes, he goes, <laughs> This promoter's a friend of mine sometimes. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, he goes, fuck you. <laughs> and Will's got his beer and he's getting ready to go on this terrible stage with all this music equipment on it. We got like three inches on the edge of this 20 foot stage to walk around on. And there's like four people over here, and 10 people out here in the field in lawn chairs. And, Will was getting ready to go on, and I was standing on the other side of the wall, and I looked over at him, and I tried to fist bump him, and I tried to say it with a straight face. I was like, knock it out, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing, and he was like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he went out there, he did 20 minutes of whatever you could do with that. Then I went out there and did 40 minutes of whatever the hell you could do with that. and. There was actually people showing up when I was on stage, so it wasn't quite as bad, you know. Like I was, I had one couple I was able to kind of screw with, have a good time with, but it was still, it was a terrible, terrible situation. Yeah, right. It was horrid, and I, uh, <laughs> but we got paid a lot of money, a lot of money. To I'm do it. staring at one tomorrow that I know is going to be bad. Oh, does it pay a lot of money? It it for for me, yes. Oh, okay. not what reasonable. No, people this one would paid stupid money for either one of us. Like it was dumb. The money we got, we we the owner of the club. We were hanging out with him. He was drunk, and he wrote his checks one night, and to come back and do this gig in like three months, and we yeah. forgot it. The last time we were there, when I sold it out, yeah, <laughs> the owner got drunk after the show with us and started writing us checks and shit. Like come back perform with Gary P. Nunn, and we we're like, all right, fuck. Then we forgot about it, and like three months went by. You know, <laughs> yeah. But so we get done. We're we're getting ready. Will's like, "Are we gonna stay for the whole thing?" I was like, "No, let's get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> we already got our money." Yeah. And they got me a free bottle of whiskey. I'm gonna go grab that bottle of whiskey out of the cooler. We'll just slip out of your car and get on the road. I'll drive, man. So you, yeah. That way you can have a couple beers. Or whatever. I hadn't had anything to drink yet. Mm-hmm. But I did have me a you know a couple fine of piece left- of medication in my cigarette pack. So we start coming back right, and this is it's just. Wonderful road trip, bro. It's 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 beautiful road trip. One side of us on the left hand side going down seventy one. There's not even seventy one. Where the fuck we were two ninety? Yeah, it was. There's a yeah, big electrical yeah. storm, and it's just like bulging and happening. It looks amazing. And on this side, this big ass copper moon, and we're just listening to Willie Nelson and old ass country, Tom T. Hall and stuff. And we got windows down, smoking cigarettes. I'm hitting my J and. It's just a beautiful Texas. This is evening. classic. This is classic outlaw country shit. Yeah, all right? yeah, you know, like, and we were we were shitting on what the hill country has become for a little while, like too. the art district. Yeah, you know? it's like it's like yeah. all the outlaw country musicians, like they wouldn't go antiquing in what'd Fredericksburg. What did you say when we drove through Fredericksburg? Yeah. <laughs> why does why do liberal white women want it to always be Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I almost pissed myself. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I was crying, man. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a great road trip. It's just two good friends. These are the questions you should be asking on stage. It's two good friends. No agenda. We've already got paid. All we want to do is make it home in a timely manner, which we yeah. can because we've left early. 
and I'm driving, so you can yeah, chill. We have both, some we both went like we're gonna be, get to be able to see our our, our, our wives and, and girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, you before, won't get home to the yeah, before to the midnight. People. This is gonna be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can still have a couple drinks on the porch with Mama and eat some food or whatever. So we're we're hauling ass, man. We get through Austin and all that stuff, and uh, listen to music, smoking, having a good time, and got this perfect night going on, right? And and we're laughing, we're cutting up, having a good time. And we're talking about AI because I was telling Will about going down a rabbit hole on TikTok of all these AI music covers. Have you heard some? Do oh, I yeah. heard uh, Tupac and Biggie do N words in Paris, and it's amazing, bro. It's better than the original song. Yeah. It's so fucking good. The one that so, blew my mind was when they took an old Paul McCartney song and redid it with young Paul McCartney's voice. Oh, I hadn't seen that. I saw uh, that was a trip. Freddie Mercury doing Billie Jean, though, which was incredible. That's wild. Uh, yeah. And so there's like so many wild. So we're talking about this. And Will goes, I want AI to get. He just says this. We're like flying down the highway, 85 miles an hour. <laughs> and Will looks at me. He goes, I want AI to get so good that Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, can read me Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started laughing, right? I started laughing. But then he looks right at me and he goes, It was the best of times and the worst of times, yeah, Daddy. <laughs> well, then we started talking about just Dusty Rhodes. And Rhodes. that's when we almost wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> we just started talking about Dusty Rhodes reading poetry, just, you know, stopping on a woods in a snowy evening, Jack. <laughs> my horse started queer, but that's okay. I like my horse. He's a little horse. I like him. He ain't shaped like no particular horse. His legs may be too short, his neck may be too long, but I like my little horse. Even if he thought it was queer, <laughs> I'm gonna laugh when your AI fucks you the first time and you get Oliver Twist with Dusty Rose the comic. Uh. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times, Daddy. <laughs> but I was laughing, so I had shit coming out of my nose. I almost wrecked the car. I, can't I was like, Jesus, bro. Uh, of tears. all the things you could want. <laughs> the next day, my face hurt so bad. Because we didn't stop. I mean, we were reciting the Bible as yeah, Dusty yeah. Rhodes at some point. In the beginning, there was the light. And there was the word. <laughs> what did, what did he invented horses and seagulls. <laughs> what did you do that? He and then on the, like on the eighth day, he created the juggernaut in Tampa, Florida. And I'm going to be there in three days. And Ric Flair, you got hard times coming. If you ever get stuck having to teach a Sunday school class for special needs, just do Dusty that Rhodes. impersonation. Yeah. That's the class. Uh, now, the good Samaritan, he stopped by with no priests, no merchants, no nobody. May, may, he had no motivation. He had no motivation other than to be good for himself. And you have to be good for yourself. <laughs> the fat lisp is the best thing in the world, bro. <laughs> the fat lisp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, like, well, because because then you get into like what I would think is very fascinating and 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 technical discussions on 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 creating funny sentences with fat lisps because yeah. you want you need teeth, yeah. you need teeth, <laughs> you, know, you need teeth. <laughs> Just, just anything where your big fat diabetic tongue <sighs> hits the top of your mouth. I like to watch. I forgot they they had some pictures of it one time. Uh -huh. In this particular photograph, yeah. 
yes, there I got is a lot one of- American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, but I got some questions about other things in this photograph. Because <laughs> some of them things ain't things Dusty get down with. I don't get funky like a monkey for that. It's <laughs> oh, the best. It's yeah, the best. He's the best of all them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's going to transform like phone support completely. If you can... If, if you, you if you could call into tech support and just have it talk to you in the wrestler of your choice, <laughs> yeah, bro, I just want my navigation. Take yeah. a left, take a left on six ten, Dad. If you don't take a left, you are gonna have hard times, Daddy. You gonna have to go all the way to fifty nine to make the turn around, and you ain't got time for that because you were supposed to be home already. <laughs> take a left, Daddy. <laughs> You know, he wouldn't tell you the, the direction on 16. He would just say, take a left or a right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't say, take a east. There's, yeah, no, yeah. there's no north. There's no south. <laughs> just whatever you are, take a left. Take a left. Have you ever tried using like different dialects for your navigation? Uh, yeah, I use a... I had one that was Australian for a while. I remember that. I thought that was funny. My friend, she I was she really loves. hungover. Yeah. I was really hungover when we were doing construction one day, and he had his like... I take a right. Then I go, what the fuck is that? My friend, uh, she's got hers set to like, uh, she's got hers set to South African. Yeah. So it's like, be a lift. Be a lift. I had I, uh, Cookie Monster for a very long time. I did time. Cookie Monster for a while. <laughs> I was sad uh, when they took off the Cookie Monster. Yeah. My, yeah, my, that, my buddy did uh, Indian Subcontinent, and it would also read out his text too. So sometimes when I would board, I would text him. I would like, Thank you, thank you very much, buddy. <laughs> I didn't know you could text a wobble. <laughs> a bobble. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much, buddy. <laughs> that shit's a part of their language, you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's like a legit communication form, the bobble. Yeah. And it means all different things, but how do you convey that in text? How do you text a bobble? The bobble and then the clicks and and certain like like Zulu and stuff like that. Like like the clicks are like pauses and like oh, yeah, yeah. and shit. Snappy and emojis. But snappy with, emojis, with a lot of Indian emoji. people, the bobble yeah. is actually part of the la- it's like Yeah. It conveys a lot regardless of what the word is, you know what I mean? Like so it's yeah. kind of wild. Like I always wonder how they do that kind of stuff. It's uh-huh. like the Japanese with the with the placeholder. Yeah. I always always wonder if like the Japanese people a sounds like uh you know what I mean? Like you ever heard anybody talk in an interview and like, uh well, uh well uh listen to Dusty Rose interview sometimes. That sound that sound means I have not The sound that says I have not yielded my time. Yeah, exactly. I still hold the floor. I'm still in control. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that with my accent though. Yeah. Look, the thing about these Chevrolets is I Just hold it. See who calls me on it. If you're meditating, it sounds like you're trying to stare into a mirror and summon Fonzie. Isn't that what the is in 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 the classic dickering and or or negotiating? They don't know. I know. Yeah, yeah. No, when you're dickering. All right, when you ain't never dickered for nothing. Come on, man. I did plenty of dickering in the Middle East. (laughs) We had one Middle Easterns can't dicker. Middle Easterns dicker so poorly. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh my god. Yeah. No. It's. It's. I told you about my shirt buying experience. It was fantastic. No. 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 Uh, It was an Egyptian dude. I said. I said, Hey, how much for that shirt? He goes. 
oh, it's Tommy Hilfiger. And I'm like, it's probably Tammy Hilfingered. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's Tommy Hilfiger. He goes, $75. I go, whoo, all right, man, I'm out on that. Oh, hold on, hold on, buddy. Hold on, buddy. Hold on, buddy. Look, I got a good deal for you, buddy. I got a good deal for you. How about how about twenty five from seventy five? I was yeah. like, I was like, ah, man, it's still a two. Ten dollars, man. Don't bullshit me. This is a super <laughs> sweet deal. This is a super sweet deal. Don't bullshit me. I go. I'll give you five. He goes. Five it is, five it is, my friend. <laughs> See, I come, Bro, we went from seventy five bucks to five bucks. That means you paid a dollar for it. Yeah. <laughs> I come from the Jerry Wayne school of uh, dickering slash negotiating, and uh, there's there's a lot of deep exhales and whelps, and and <laughs> a, a a a finger tap that is both agitated and agitating. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I do do a lot of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mulling something over, you know. Yeah. Mm, you sure about that? Yeah. I was born at night. I wasn't born last night. My daddy raised one fool, but she lives in Longview. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Look, look. I've done a lot of things over these years. I, I don't. I don't feel comfortable with this one. And then because you do that, you do the you do the grandiose get up to walk away, done with the negotiation. I, hey, no, 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 sit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It works. Yeah. Uh, you have to decide. So my 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 model to negotiations and dickering is, I make up my mind what's going to happen before I go into the negotiation. Yeah, just literally, and it's not. I'm not trying to be like alpha male. I decide this is what's going to happen. I just decide where I'm going to cut my loss before I go in. Yeah. And once I have that that line crossed of where I'm ready to cut my losses, then I'm okay. I kind of be a son of a bitch, you know, on the yeah. way out. But I'm gonna talk some shit, yeah, <laughs> and have a good well, time at some nice expense. I prefer to negotiate like the noble jellyfish. <laughs> Just remove my spine completely. Don't touch me! I'll sting you. <laughs> completely capitulate to whatever you touch the other me, you're person gonna have, wants. You're gonna get pissed on. If uh, you touch me, your friend's gonna have to pee on you. <laughs> <laughs> that holds remarkably true all the way through the metaphor. <laughs> that was a whole different fantasy. <laughs> For sanitation reasons. Yeah, I, I always I, li- I like doing that. Like when you go in like a car, whatever the fuck it is, a gig, whatever, you know, and I. Being in business as long as I was, I certainly had people try to screw me around on money, you know. And you get that's one of the reasons I got tired of doing uh, construction is just get tired. I mean, same thing being a comic. Dealing, I had a promoter try to screw me the other day, you know. And it's like he told me, uh, he said, uh, "What did he tell me, Will? You, you, you wanted some of the oh, money no, back no. on the he, guarantee." He uh, when we talked about doing the gig, the guy hooked me up. He goes. He said, hey, I want to do this gig at this place. I said, all right. I said, well, my flat fee is $1,200 plus travel. And if that's just me to come out and do a 45-minute show, or or you let me do a door deal, you let me control the door, we do like 75, 25, 70, 30. I'm, I'm a reasonable human being, you yeah. know. And in like some cases where the other dude, he didn't have a liquor license, oh. we did a 50-50 door deal, but he did half the promotions too. You yeah. know what I mean? He So this guy was like, no, no, I like to make the money on the show. All right, you're the promoter, right? But then, so he, I said, so it's a guaranteed. And he's like, yeah, it's guaranteed money. I was like, all right, cool. So I put it down in my calendar. This is guaranteed. I said, I'll do this many social media posts about it, whatever, you know. Then we go on. I'm in Africa. This dude starts calling me. And I'm like, what's what's the deal, man? He's I like, call, oh. By the way, before you finish the story, I called Jerry once in Africa. He goes, 
It cost me $50 to answer this <laughs> phone call. <laughs> this better be fucking important. And I was just drunk and forgot he was in Africa. <laughs> just, I, had to hang up I was on Wi-Fi. I was just fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two in the afternoon with where I was. <laughs> was, like, was and I did the time math. And I was like, oh, he's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this Will calls me late at night. I know. It, it was late. There's like a certain, there's a witching hour for Will. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I know if a call comes between that hour, he, he's feeling some kind of way, and I, I'm going to hear about either, some either, stuff. Either I feel, he's sad about stuff, or he's going, I fucking love you, man. Let's fucking eat together. Here's the problem. One time at, like, three in the morning, I broke my wrist and had to call Will. So now, like, every time he calls me at three in the morning, I got this Charlie Brown with the football thing. Like, fuck, this might be the time it's really an emergency. Yeah, you got to answer. You and gotta every answer. time it's just, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes me and Rachel will be sitting on the porch having drinks, and my phone will start ringing, and it's Will. And I'll go, I'll go, you want me to put it on speaker? She goes, yes, put it on fucking Because <laughs> 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 she adores Will as well. <laughs> like, but, uh, yeah, so he tells me, $1,000 guarantee. He calls me in Africa and starts telling me, oh, low ticket sales, they want to move the event. And I was like, well, you know, they don't have shit to do with me. I'm pretty booked out, so... You still got to pay me for the gig. And he was like, well, no, you know, not if we can't do the gig. I mean, I pay you unless the gig can't. I was like, no, no, no. That's not what the word guarantee means, bro. I like, so we have that kind of little fuss then. And then it gets about a week. We'll come back from Harper that night. That dude starts texting me, telling me they got a problem. And I was like, well, the real problem is you're a promoter. You ain't selling tickets to this thing. And now you're telling me it sounds like my money's not guaranteed. So now we got a big problem. Now I'm ready to cancel the gig altogether. You know, and just take it off the books. Then we get past that. The two days before the gig, he cancels it uh, because he says it's a 38% chance of rain. It was an outdoor event. Yeah. And I was like, well, that ain't shit in Texas. You know, what does that even mean? You know, it might sprinkle on Conroe yeah. Saturday or whatever. So I was like, all right, we cancel it. But I expect you to pay me. You know, he's like, well, I'm going to send you half. I was like, well, you send me half, but I'm about to drag everybody through the mud very publicly <laughs> that's involved with this event, including you and the venue and all that stuff. And he, this was his response. Oh, he goes, was this he, the one I think I was supposed to do with you? Maybe. He goes, he goes, yeah. he goes, he goes, well, uh, you know, that don't matter to me. Just leave my name out of it. I was like, no, you're the promoter. You're 100% the dude's name I'm going to drag through the mud. Yeah. See, you're the one that didn't do their job. Why you're... do you think you're the one I'm threatening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not expecting I don't you to even relay know, my threats. I don't even know the venue owner. You know, like, I don't know this dude. I don't mess with him. But I'm dragging everybody through the mud on it until the truth comes out. All of a sudden, when he finds out I'm going to drag him through the mud... Then he pays me the rest. He pays me my full thousand dollars appearance fee or whatever. Yeah. I said, all right. He said, well, I don't want to hear anything. Or I'm gonna come after you legally. And I was like, hey, you're not gonna hear anything. I ain't gonna say your name or anything like that. But and I said, I'm not gonna drag the venue. I said, I'm just gonna let my people know the show's been canceled. I let my people know the show's been canceled. Not even a day later, the venue owner calls me in the morning. He's like, hey man, we're not even gonna have any weather, and I still really want to do the show, and I still need an act. I don't know why this dude canceled the show. I go, well, that's wild because the dude sent me a text said you canceled the show. Yeah. And it was against everything he'd do. I said, I made him pay me my guarantee, but I've already replaced the show with another show. And he was like, all right, well, I'm going to call you next week because I'd really like to get to the bottom of this. This is the venue owner. So yeah. he called me 
the next week, like in the middle of the day, and we said he's a really cool dude. He's worked with some great music acts. Has a really cool business policy. Has a nice venue, which Conroe needed a nice venue, you know. And uh, so he was like, he was like, man, I still really want to do the show, and I'll do a door deal with you, and you can pick your date when you want to do it. And I was like, well, let's do it in September, you know, because it'd be nicer weather for an outdoor event. So me and this, me and this dude are still going to do the deal, but I'm just tired of these. I'm tired of that that mentality of that. Oh, I'm not going to pay you or whatever. If you're a promoter, do the job. Be the promoter, right? Yeah. Don't call yourself a promoter. That's what the whole word means, right? Like, yeah. you're not just a middleman between me and the club. You're the promoter. You know, if I'm doing a door deal, then the onus is on me to market and sell the tickets. But if I'm doing a flat deal for you and we have in writing what I'm going to do as far as my marketing. Which I do. I put all that in writing. You know, I'm going to do this many posts and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, then it's your job to sell the tickets. And my money better be guaranteed. Yeah. And the same way, I had customers try to do that to me in construction business, you know. I had, I'll never forget one morning, I had a dude, I'd done about three houses in a row for him, and he owed me for all three houses. And I'd cut him some slack because he, he paid well, and he was like flipped houses and crap like that. But he had promised me he was going to hand me a check cover the balance of everything he'd paid a deposit up front but cover the balance of all these three houses and we're on the last house we're working on my guys are underneath the house operating jacks you just call you hear there's jacks clicking and one guy's in there leveling door frames out (laughs) (laughs) i like that his hand does this every time i I really honestly think that's about half what they were doing under them houses you know (laughs) but they uh but he's down there just a click of the jack order this guy starts telling me his story i'll never forget this dude comes up me He's like, well, so, you know, I flip houses, man. So what happened is I just bought these houses in Ohio, and I had to transfer some funds up there. And when I had to transfer those funds up there, they got locked up in the escrow account. So right now I'm waiting on these other funds to transfer here. And I just stopped him. I just go, hey, 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 stop. Is this story leading up to you don't have my money? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, And, dude, you heard everything under the house stop. Just every jack. It was like you could have heard a crickets under there, you know. And I go, because if you don't have my money, my guys are about to let this house down off these blocks. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't say anything. He just stood there kind of open mouth for a minute. And I, my foreman at the time, I go, Anthony, Mr. Anthony, I need to talk to you. And he goes, I, I'm going to go uh, talk to my wife just a minute. We're going to cut you a check today, Mr. Longmire, okay? We're going to yeah. get you a check today. Yeah. <laughs> people, will, people will get over on you if they can. And it, it's, you, we know it's a part of this business. Right, you know yeah. it is. Yeah, but it just—I I hate it when people go, "Oh, it's show business." No, it's every business. Right? It's unscrupulous people make business hard. That's why you need lawyers and crap. And it's yeah. just so ridiculous, man. If I people hope just to get to the point to where I make enough money for someone to try to fuck me out of it. I haven't gotten <laughs> that big in comedy. You'll get yet. there eventually. You yeah, just keep at nobody's it. angling for my hundred. It's doing the work, though. I mean, yeah, yep. you. But somebody probably right. wanted to screw you out of forty of it. I guarantee you, <laughs> oh, yeah. there are unscrupulous people at every level. I've probably been screwed so much. Yeah. Like my short-term memory, due to reasons, is so bad. Reasons. I, probably, yeah. I never actually remember what I'm getting paid or if people promise me money for That's, these shows. I, I, I keep it all, and it's just it's just annoying because like like I keep track of everything. Both my parents are accountants. It's in an Excel spreadsheet. And I'm like, oh, this got fucked. This got fucked. This got fucked. Like, you know. I learned, I learned a new thing. It might help you. Um, 
if you ever run into problems with any of your taxes, uh, I was recently getting all my taxes fixed for like the last 20 years or so. Yeah, I need to do that. <laughs> and uh, just getting everything in order, getting everything up to date. And uh, there's a couple years where some things happened. I don't have a lot of explanations for and such. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Relatable. Uh, I talked to my CPA. I was like, what are we going to do about this? He goes, oh, we're just going to tell them you're on drugs. I go, what? what? He goes, they love seeing drug addicts that have recovered. So we're just going to tell them you were addicted to drugs and your life was falling apart and you don't have any records from that year, but you're clean now and you're trying to get everything straight. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. I thought he was joking. I thought he was joking with me. I go, that's ridiculous. He goes, oh no, he goes, I have to do it all the time. So make sure your CPA knows drugs. <laughs> if you can't account for, you know, like two or seven years. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> There's a big gap from when I told the IRS I died in 06 to like 21. <laughs> I have to yeah, miss. I don't know if being on drugs is going to get you out of faking your death, but... Who else fakes their death but drug addicts? Look, that makes sense. It that might makes... be just time to pick another name. That, <laughs> make, that makes sense in 1806. Have you had a stage name you wanted? <laughs> I guess I could just go. You should to... be Benjamin Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll never catch you. No, just Danny Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Danny Benjamin. That's, that's it. That's I have new. to go outside and throw up, so that seems like a good spot for the first intermission. <laughs> <laughs> Big Benji D. There we'll we pick go. this back up for episode One two. One second. Before we do that, can we get all the social medias for everyone? Ah, you can find me on Instagram at Very Dark Comedy, all one word. All right, Chad. Third Coast Chad. All right, uh, you can find me at Will underscore Loden on Instagram and GunsAndLiquor.com. Jerry Wayne. Mine is uh, Jerry Wayne Live at Instagram and YouTube and Jerry Wayne Longmire on Facebook and TikTok. There you go. All right, see you all in a bit.